2: check out the dorkening podcast network
1: my mom says i'm cool
2: available on itunes spotify thedorkening.com and wherever fine podcasts can be found
0: Welcome, everybody, to the show. James, do you know what time it is? Cookie time. No, man. It's go time. God, Episode seven. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready.
0: All right. Well, we got a jam-packed show today for all, for all of you. We're going to talk a little NFL because last week we kind of missed that, right? We had so much topic about the uh, Saturday Night Live cast Dream Team, which, uh, I don't know, did we get any votes on that? I didn't see any. I didn't see any either. So come on, listeners. Let's uh let's get you on the social media and start uh, talking to us, giving us a little chit chat here and there. So we're definitely gonna talk about a little uh week three and week four, kind of like what what kinda is all going on in the NFL. Maybe talk about a little fantasy stuff if we if we so inclined. Also talk a little Stanley Cup playoffs. The NBA finals is right around the corner. And guess what? The MLB playoffs starts October baseball baby yeah so very exciting stuff we got a it's 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 a Tuesday today so obviously back-to-back weekends where we had to not forego or forego our Sunday night talk for Monday morning so here we are it's Tuesday it's go time James Stanley Club playoffs how's it going
1: um tonight is game six or last night was game six um You know, it's been very competitive. Um, It's been Tampa Bay series. Literally, they're up three games to two. Uh, I know as we're recording this, you know, they're up one nothing in game six. So the cup is in the building. I mean, the cup's been in the building. I mean, they haven't left the bubble. It's been in the same building since for a while. Yeah. But um, I mean, I I, I think if Dallas pulls it out tonight, I think that's gonna be a shocker. Um, I didn't expect the series to go seven games. I thought Tampa Bay would run away with this. But I wouldn't mind it. I think Game Seven in any sports is awesome. I oh, think when course. you just hear the word Game Seven, it just brings brings to mind some awesome games. Unless you're the Bruins last year who just crapped away their chances against the Blues. Um, that's for conversation for another oh, day. Bruins, Bruins, Bruins. Bruins. Uh, James, so I mean,
0: hey, hold on one second. Stanley Cup, very cool trophy, right? One of the most epic trophies that that's out there, right? I think
1: it's I think it's the most. I think it's the most wanted trophy in sports.
0: Where would you take it? What would you do with
1: it if you had it? If I had a Stanley Cup for the day, um, well, first of all, like I would have to take it to my dad's house. Like that's, I think if my dad knew I had the Stanley Cup for the day and didn't bring it to his house, I think he would disown me as a, parent, a child. Um, but you know, I, I don't, I don't think I'd do anything really, re- really, ridiculous with it. I've always thought about eating cereal out of it. I always thought that was a pretty cool thing or, you know, drinking out of it. I think those are the kind of the two big things you want to do, of course, um, but I'd probably just take it around to like some of my places I would like to go to for the day. Like, you know, restaurants I like, bars I like, family and friends, or, you know, maybe depending on when I go take it to, you know somewhere like maybe you know somewhere would you take, but like would it, you take it to the beach put oh some, god some, yeah
0: some tan lotion on it because oh, i would you a, little, you're a big little beach sunglasses
1: guy. on it yeah hat. man um uh, i don't know like i said it's one of those interesting interesting things like if you ever did win it what would you do with it uh i wish i had i hope i had the opportunity one day to do it um you know to, you know i got to see it when i was in springfield and it's still one oh, of those nice. awe aw things you get to see because you know it's the stanley cup there's not you have the commissioners trophy in, fo- in that in the World Series, and you have the Lombardi trophy in football. But you win those, you keep them. The yeah. Stanley Cup you have to give back, which yeah, I always thought cool. was really, really cool. Yeah. Um and your name's in and in, in inscribed on it. Um and so I, I I still believe it's one of the most or it is the most prized trophy in all sports, oh, just sure. because of the history behind it you know nothing against lombardi trophy nothing against the other trophies i just that's the one trophy i feel like you know people fight claw for you know you know people play you know and this it, but that just sums up the Stanley Cup playoffs and uh in, in a nutshell is you know you have the regular season in hockey then you have the Stanley Cup playoffs and it's two completely different seasons um so you know for me like i said you know if i had a chance to hold that thing above my head that would be fantastic um one day maybe who knows um but you know it's just a cool trophy to win and you know i was joking around uh with jen this past weekend and you know i was like tampa bay was winning i was like grabbing like you know ah jesus christ tampa bay freaking tampa, <laughs> and jen goes why do you hate tampa bay i'm like i hate tampa Bay because they beat the bruins she goes you said the same thing about the blues last year i was like yeah i hate the blues too they beat the bruins in the stanley cup finals I don't like them. She goes, so she, she goes, so you just don't like them because they beat the Bruins. Like, that's it. There's no other rational thing behind it. I'm like, Nope, that's it. hundred like, percent. That's yeah. I was like, ask our friend, Amanda is a Canadians fan. So I'm like, ask her, ask ask her how she feels about the Bruins. Like, I hate the Canadians. They've done nothing to me, but you know the you know the lineage. It's like yeah, the Celtics right. and the Lakers and the Red Sox and the Yankees. Not so much not the Red Sox and the Yankees, but before when that was actually a good rivalry, eh, Patriots Bills or Patriots Jets or Patriots Colts back in the early Brady years. Um, God, that sounds so weird saying. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think game six is tonight. Game seven is Wednesday if needed, and so by Wednesday the. Stanley Cup playoffs are over, which would be interesting and it will be weird because October and this is when hockey should be ramping up. But, you know, they're 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 predicted to play 82, 82 games next year, starting in January, hopefully. So we'll see how that condensed schedule is going to be. But enough about the NHL, because we only had one Boston team left worth talking about for the last couple of weeks that was playing some sort of meaningful games. Um, what's going on with the, the the Celtics? We said the finals are set. Does that mean the Celtics made it? Did they turn into the nuggets of the East? What happened?
0: Oh, man. So, no. Unfortunately, the news... Uh... Uh, That was part of our conversation yesterday. I really wanted to focus on watching the game, and that's why we didn't do the pod. You know, to be honest with you, I really wanted to focus. I didn't want to really have in-game reactions because that game had a lot of it, right? There was a lot of back and forth. It was very close up into the fourth quarter. Uh, Leads were going one, you know, at one point Boston's up by double digits in the fourth, and then they lose by double digits in the fourth. Again, it's just a... the pedigree of that team and just kind of how the whole season kind of went. And to be honest, a lot of years, like this isn't anything new, uh, as being a Celtics fan under Brad Stevens is that they're super good. They, they win a lot of games. Uh, they can compete in playoffs, take series to the end and, and progress here and there. But, uh, Obviously, the Miami Heat was a just a better or more solid team. Uh, I don't want to call out the youth or experience because I don't believe that Heat really overpowered them in that regard. I just thought Spolstra outcoached Stevens um, and the players. Just to, you know, you thought Tatum, you thought Brown. I mean, they they did step up. They did average a lot of points, but actually, when you needed those points, they weren't there. Uh, you know, and, and Gordon coming off injury just wasn't as sharp as we what we needed him to be Uh, which gets me to my next point is that you know next year so many other teams are going to get so much better like we talked about in other pods Uh, the Brooklyn Nets are just going to get way better with Durant coming back even at 50 percent he's still uh, an all NBA player Uh, Kyrie hopefully you know if he comes back and does what you know we what we've seen him do in the past that team's going to be a juggernaut in the east Miami they're all still young they're all still going to be around so that's another team Milwaukee same was, thing. was
1: Butler a one and done year in Miami or did he sign a long-term deal no he's he, he's especially
0: now with how this season's going and how they've accepted him into that team even if it was a one-year deal maybe a player option for the second not really sure on the specifics of that but I don't there's no story behind that. Oh, he might be leaving. Like I, I have a feeling he's going to stay or opt back in or resign. So I, I, there's no indication that Butler is going to leave like uh Kawhi Leonard did. Um, again, uh, again, out West Clippers are getting better. Uh, golden state is going to be healthy again. And they got the number two or number one pick, you know, one of the two. So they're again, going to be just super competitive. So, both, uh, you know, obviously the Lakers, uh, they they moved along too. So LeBron's going to his another championship, and uh, with AD, and uh, I mean we can get into that a little bit where I really think that series is going to shake out. Uh, and unlike you, where it's like, hey, that you know, if the Bruins lose to a certain team like Tampa Bay, I, I don't follow that path. Now I'm more of I'm Team Heat only because. I want to say, well, the, the the Celtics lost to the eventual champs. So that makes me have that moral victory, I guess, uh, as a fan. But also, I'd rather see the Heat, even if they do lose and the Lakers win, if I saw the Celtics go and play this way for four more games and lose to LeBron James and the Lakers, I'd be a lot more devastated than I am today. I really would. So the Heat was a was a team that I can get behind and follow and watch i know a lot more names now tyler hero duncan robinson um obviously iguodala is a very popular name uh jimmy butler and um, bam Adebayo. i mean this team is just the names just started coming out right and, it, and, it, and it's and it's been like this throughout the whole bubble very cohesive unit uh i do believe that they're you know, obviously, if LeBron's one, 80s two, and then the next three to seven or eight spots is all Heat players. So it's like the Heat does have a better roster, but 80 and LeBron are just two of the top five. I mean, they're they're both first team All NBA guys. So it's going to be very tough. It's going to be should be interesting. I just don't want to see it lopsided. I do want a series. If it goes six seven, I definitely want Heat on the other end of that. And I'll leave it there but uh, if the Lakers do it, I I wouldn't be shocked. I'm glad they're not doing it against the Celtics. I, that would just talk about a dagger in the heart, man. Like you said, that's like, it's like your worst nightmare for the Bruins going to the finals and losing to their biggest rival, which wouldn't happen. Right. Cause isn't Canadians on, on the Eastern conferences. Yeah.
1: Long? When, when, when they were the original six or earlier on in the NHL, they used to play them all the time. That's why you had that heated rivalry, which is just, because it's the Bruins and the Canadians. They always played each other because there's only five other teams you can play against. Even when they did the NHL expansion, you still had more teams in there um, that needed. But for me, man, like I said, I just, it just, I just, I think it's Lakers are destined to tie it up. That's 17 banners between them and the Celtics. Um,
0: back, I know. Back. Hold on. 17. I was hearing a, a, a podcast, uh, Bill Simmons uh, on his network. He was mentioning that the Lakers, though, count five tr- wins when they were in Minneapolis.
1: So, a lot of people have joked around that the LA Lakers should have two separate championships. Sure. We'll not vacate that, but just say we won five in Minneapolis and we won, you know, twelve as Los Angeles. Uh, it will never happen because it's the same franchise. So you can't. You got to honor. You got to honor those championships like you honor anything else um you can't put an asterisk next to it because like i said celtics fans if you want to put asterisk next to championships just look at your banner and look at some of the ban- years that you won your championship where bill russell was the tallest person on the court and you were playing against uh white guys with buzz cuts belts an elbow pad named chuck like <laughs> let's Again, like if you want to throw stones about the Celtics the the Lakers banners, you got to look up at your own banners and say, "Hmm, some of those championships were not really against any competition." But so, they were
0: all Boston banners, not two different city banners.
1: Well, don't forget the the the, the don't forget how close New England was to moving to St. Louis. The Patriots were pretty damn close. <laughs>
0: Oh, and oh, um, pretty damn close to Hartford too. Was, exactly. There was a lot, of, a lot of action and... happening. That would have been that would have been, I don't know what that would have been. I don't Funny, know if I would have been just, as big a fan anymore. I'd just been with Connecticut. This doesn't make there any sense. There you
1: go. Uh, no, for me, for, for, for the Lakers and Celtics, uh, you know, like I said, Garvin, you know, I'm, I'm not the biggest basketball fan. You know, it's always been cool that the Celtics had, you know, had the most banners, have the most banners in the NBA for championships. I always thought that was pretty cool. You know, winning 11 out of 13 years is pretty impressive regardless, no matter what franchise you are. Um, and looking up at those banners, it's like, you know, 56, 57, 58, 50, like you just it's like year after year after year after year. It's pretty cool um and it just shows you know and, and for the lakers you have to say it's like they built the team correctly um and you know they have a lot of passion behind their season this year especially what happened with kobe and all that stuff so you know it, 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 i think even if even if they lose um it's still going to be it, it's going to be the west is definitely there still to contend even including today's breaking news with rivers out as the coach of the clippers Um, you know, I think that just opens up the gap in Los Angeles more because I always felt Doc Rivers elevated the Clippers to Laker level just because he always had the coaching. Um, and again, I think with Doc, a lot of times, I think the team just drowns them out after a while. You saw that with the Celtics, you've seen it when you saw it with the Clippers towards the end. Um, so the, the whole timing of that is very interesting. Now, all
0: speculation here because, you know, you got Doc Rivers now available, Uh, as a coach and, uh, he's going to be a very hot commodity, uh, up on that market. Now let's say the heat do win. You think Vogel's out, Bring Doc Rivers in, would that, would that, would would that be something that uh, could be speculative?
1: No, I don't think so because I think LeBron just picks his coaches. Um, and it literally, it's, it's the same when the Celtics coach back in the eighties, where he just literally was there to turn on the lights and roll at the basketballs and just let Parrish, McHale, Bird, you know, all those guys just play basketball. And I think Phil Jackson was a little bit like that during the, the middle of the Bulls run is they just, he has to show up, turn the lights on for the practice facility, have the basketballs out there, then collect them at the end of the game at the end of the day. Um, you know, LeBron likes, you know, we'll go, go through coaches so quickly. It doesn't even matter. And, you know, I think that is, you know, one of the things, one of the bad things I think that rubbed off on Irving was if he doesn't like a coach, he'll just get him fired. And I really feel like that's what happened in Los Angeles initially, where didn't 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 they fire the coach with a winning record because he didn't gel with LeBron and LeBron wanted his manager there like that. That sounds like a last season. Yeah. Yeah. Like, doesn't, I mean, that just sound like that story I think goes in every place he went to, even to a point where I remember in Miami, there was talk of them firing uh, Spolstra because LeBron didn't like his coaching style and wanted his guy down there. And Pat Riley is like, no, this is my team. You know, I'm keeping Spolstra there. So, and it just shows too Eric Spolstra, how good of a coach he is. And he doesn't need LeBron and Dwayne Wade to go to that next level yeah you think
0: that's going to be a factor i mean spolster got to see lebron play for so many years and he knows he's coached him he knows how to defend him uh, i don't know what the splits were when they played during the season actually at this point i don't care i mean i feel like spolster would have an upper hand in that regard and the heat have many players to throw at him to wear his ass out at 35 years old uh i i don't know man like again you say it's destiny with the whole Kobe uh, death and just being in that, uh, you know, Lakers having two of the best players in the NBA. Um, I agree with all that, but at the same time, Heat's a better team, better coach. And Spoltra has a very inside knowledge of how to, or he's seen LeBron for, what was it? Four years. And even Pat Riley. I mean, hell of a coach. I mean, Hell of a coach in his own right is the GM. I mean, God, you don't think he's going to have some uh, insight and kind of help that team? I'm sure. I'm sure he'll speak up.
1: So for this year, the Heat are zero and two against the Lakers. They lost on December thirteenth, one one ten to one thirteen, and they lost November eighth to eighty to ninety five.
0: Oh, November 3rd. Okay, so very early pre-bubble.
1: Pre-bubble, yep.
0: Yeah. Okay. First one or the December game was pretty it sounded sounds pretty close, right? I didn't watch it or anything, but uh it's it sounded close three-point game. Uh but that that November game, what a blowout. That must have been But again, the Heat, if you look at their they're they were the 5th seed in the East. Their 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 record wasn't awesome right I mean they they had struggles during the season trying to gel and come together I think right now they are hitting on all cylinders um I think baseball is very good at having football too where you have this team that's just like gelling at the right time coming together at the right time things are clicking they've played the whole season together and and they're getting very comfortable the younger guys are are really showing their their uh, their heart out there as well where you see that in baseball a lot a lot of wild card teams just keep just trucking along just riding the wave and then sometimes you have those out of the ordinary winners that you're like wow you know like they came all the way from wild card and and, and got there so uh and you see that in football too where a lot of wild card teams will ride that wave and uh, ride that momentum and get to at least the you know conference finals if not the final uh super bowl so it should be interesting
1: oh, 100% 100% And, you know, it it just, it just, it's just, I'm just looking forward to it. Like I said, I, it's one of those series. It's going to be, you know, how does LeBron actually show up and just close the deal? Because I feel like I know one of his things, what, this is a 10th final and what he only has, he has three championships or four, three, three. So he's only, he he's only won 30% of the time. So. You know, uh, I understand that he did come up against the Warriors when they were peaking against that really bad Cleveland team. I still, I still believe, you know, uh, Cle- they just showed how weak the East was when they, when him and the, the Cavs kept winning the East. Um, it just showed that LeBron was the only good person on that team. And once it actually they met up against, like you said, a, t- a real team, they just wilted. Um, also, I think by the fourth, Golden State. Cleveland game I was serious I was like I'm all set with these finals like I don't even think the Lakers and Celtics met that many times in a row uh, in the 80s so um, I'm curious like I said I'm with you I would like a great series uh, but I also can see I can see the heat going in there with a big chip on the shoulder being like no one thought we could win against the Celtics we took care of them no one thinks we're going to win against the Lakers and we're going to take care of business because there's no home and road like that's the best thing about it yes if anybody the Heat have the biggest home advantage as they're two hours north of their house. Like,
0: sure. Now, kind of you know to 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 parlay that with uh, LeBron and AD being like the top two players of of this of this finals right now. But if you think about when LeBron won in Miami, he had Bosh as that third element, and it was a very important element. Also, Ray Allen was another fourth element that was one of the best shooters of all time. All right. Now you go to Cleveland. They had Kevin Love as their third element. So, with all that said, AD LeBron. Who else? Who else on that Laker team is actually going to be significant?
1: Is Kyle Kuzma still there?
0: You're joking, right? Kyle Kyle, no. Kyle Kuzma. Oh no! Sure, <laughs> he's there. Yes. Rondo. Playoff Rondo is a thing. So I I guess I can't argue that, but uh, I don't know. At some point, his
1: wheels will fall off, right? We'll see. Like I think that's what it boils down to. So like I said, I I want a good series, but at the same time, I want to be done and over because I'm tired of talking about the NBA because, like I said, I'm not an NBA fan, and I would love to talk more about the next two topics we're going to talk about because those are my two favorite sports. Let's Um, go. So uh, Major League Baseball is done. Regular season is over. That was the biggest cluster of all seasons, I think. I think the I think we talked on our first show that we felt like Major League Baseball was not going to last, and they did. Oh, no, yeah, I, it's
0: very surprising. Yep, we're here.
1: You know, and they have eight teams in each. They have 16 teams made the cut. Um, playoff star tomorrow, uh, the American yep. League teams go.
0: All day I'm tomorrow, interested. man. First game at two, three, five, and 7, man. I mean, if... This is what's great about this this situation here. Basketball was the same way. It felt very similar to, because they're trying to jam all these games, more teams, more games, really try to pump these out, get through these playoffs. And uh, basketball was the same way. It's very tournament style, very like March Madness, where it's just like games all day long. So if you're a baseball fanatic, man, the next two days, the next week is just going to be Every day a game, maybe four or four games a day for the next three or four days. It's going to be it's going to be awesome if you're all into that. So,
1: yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. Like I said, I, I mean, I still think it's I think we're both in agreement that I think it's still the Dodgers championship to lose. Um, but I mean, for me, I think the American League is the, the 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 America is the league to watch. You have Tampa Bay, Oakland, the White Sox all on the top of those the one two three i think or one two three four one two four the you have the yankees in there you have toronto in there you have you know the a's in there you have in cleveland of course um go terry francona man that's a firing the red sox never should have done yeah right um but like for me it's just one of those things where you know i'm excited i i you you think of october you think of you know, you think of Halloween, you think of football, but you think of October baseball. Oh yeah! And as a red as Red Sox fans, we have plenty of stories and recent memories of October baseball, both good and bad. Um, but uh, more of the latter, um, or more, more more good than bad recently. So you know, I still think, you know, my biggest thing about playoff baseball, and I've said it for the longest times, I just wish World Series games and uh, pennant game or league championship games on the weekend were at like three o'clock in the afternoon or like one o'clock like afternoon world series games when you watch them from like old time reels when they didn't have lights and everything to be playing during the day whitey ford's no hitter in the world or perfect game in the uh, world series when he was the yankee that was an afternoon game like you see the footage it's outside like i would love to see a game one or a game played in the daylight instead of at 1230 at night when yeah, you're right. watching them raise the trophy. And I, I God bless my wife because when the Red Sox were in it in 2018, it's leading up to our wedding. Um, and and they were in the play in the Dodgers, which, again, doesn't help anybody because it's the West Coast to begin with. But 30 first pitches for the World Series, you're sitting there Ooh. being like, I'm not like going to bed till like midnight um game i always say game three my jen sits down to me and she's like i'm gonna watch one inning of baseball with you because it's the world series Mm -hmm. uh and so she sat watched the one inning and she got up and went to do something else um and that was the game that went you know till three o'clock in the morning and i remember waking up at midnight and uh turning turning to my phone and it was like the game was still ongoing and i remember i watched the last like six innings on my phone at like 3 a.m. and Jen was just sleeping next to me and she goes like who won and I'm like oh the Red Sox lost you know the game went to like three o'clock in the morning and I stayed up to watch it and she goes you're a crazy person <laughs> crazy. Like, yes I am Um, but you know that's the thing like you know I have I've have worked the next day like I can't be up till one two o'clock in the morning watching some of these championship games like what time is it? it is 9 34 right now they're in almost the third period of hockey, um, you know. By the way, they're up two nothing, uh, yeah, Tampa high. Bay. Yeah. Um, so that's unless Dallas comes back. I think that's this is game over. But like that's still like ridiculous. I would say the best thing that I've ever I ever did was when I was in San Diego. I watched uh, the Saints beat the Colts. Beat the Saints beat the Colts in the Super Bowl, and it was on the West Coast. It was in San Diego. The Super Bowl was done by six o'clock at night. Oh, the kickoff yeah. was at 3 o'clock in the like 3.30 in the afternoon. I was done by 7. And I remember looking around, being like, what do I do now? Because normally after the Super Bowl, I go to bed, like, because it's over at a ridiculous time on the East Coast.
0: Yeah. I, I'm always so jealous of how the sports happen. And it's so beneficial to the West where it's like you could wake up other than when they play in England. But that game starts at 6 a.m. for them. And then they just go until like. 6 p.m. It's like 12 Basically. hours of football. It's and then you're and then you're like, oh, now I'm gonna go eat dinner. Like you could do so many different things. Where it's like I am very, I'm getting older, and it's very tough to watch an 8:30 football game. Like it is actually, oh, yeah. it, it you know if I if I it, you know it's got to be a good game. You know if it's if it's like two touchdowns, I'm like, all right, I'm. I don't even if it's my team. I'm like, I'm done. I'm going to bed.
1: Well, that was that was the one of the coolest things I was stationed on the West Coast, because you're right. It was 10 a.m. Football. It was 10 a.m. Football. Like, I get to watch the one o'clock games at 10 a.m. You know, I'd have breakfast and I'm watching the pregame going on, but it was for baseball, which is which I love the most. And this will be my last baseball thought is when I was in San Diego, I would go. And this is you go in any major city you have that you have your you have your, your your travel bars. You have your Boston bar, your New York bar, and whatever bar that is, you go oh, watch sure. the yep. game. So San Diego is in the Gaslight District. They have a lot of outdoor bars or double-sided bars. They have bars inside and they have bars outside. So I found my Boston bar for watch my Red Sox, and I would go down. I'd get off duty around 4. And so by then, first pitch was at 4.05. So I'm getting off duty. I would change, and I would go down to the Boston, the Boston bar, have a couple drinks there, have dinner, or have a snack. Game's over at 6.30 seven you know what i do then i walk down the street to petco park and go see another baseball game
0: nice
1: it was the best it was the best and every sunday it was free for military come on like it was awesome it was like my best part so i mean i i wish there was more better better timed games baseball is dying you want as many eyes on it as you want and you're just not going to get it with at eight nine ten o'clock start times right no
0: Yes, and that's why this is pretty cool. I mean, like I said, this first series, two, three, five, seven. I mean, geez, you could just you get to, you get to watch baseball all day long. It seems like no, nothing wrong with that. It just feels such like a March Madness feel. Pretty cool. Like oh, Oh, one hundred percent. All right, man. Let's let's end baseball there. So, uh, like I said, you know, I'm 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 go Dodgers. I guess you know that's kind of where I'm go at. Mookie Rub
1: it in the Red Sox face for trading you.
0: Yeah, that'd be that even better. So uh, we'll 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 go right into last episode. We were going to talk football. We never got to that. So uh, week three, sum it up very quickly. Injuries, right? And and same that
1: that was week two. Oh,
0: it was week. So week three just happened. All right. So week two, tons of injuries, a lot of big names. I know we had our fantasy football pod, but I'm sure a lot of teams out there are just like, "What the f is going on right now?" And, and obviously, those- obviously it, it has a lot to do with no preseason. The guy's not tackling a lot of hamstring, soft tissue, ACL, MCL, a lot of issues in the leger leg area. Uh, so, and obviously, concussions are still a thing, and it's always going to be a thing. But uh, man, a lot of soft tissue, a lot of a lot of stuff. So.
1: Yeah, and a lot of it is, I think, a lot of conditioning. And you're right, there was no preseason. A lot of these injuries do feel like preseason injuries that you would get in week three, week two, week three, week four of the preseason. Um, so I, 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 it sucks. Trust me, my fantasy team has taken a little bit of a hit with injuries. Um, I can't keep a tight end to save my life. Um, I'm down to Austin Hooper as my starting tight end. Um, and its I don't want to root for the Browns, but I might have to. Uh, you know, and it just, you, you start questioning, you know, to a point of like, should, should football even be happening? And I think that conversation has come up a multiple times, different ways of these players aren't ready. We're aren't, we're definitely not ready for this. Is it because the season shouldn't have happened that they should, the season should have been delayed. You know, for me, I think, you know, the best thing is you extend training camp a couple more weeks, let these guys get in better shape and just push kickoff. Like, The stadiums are empty, like, for a part. I still don't get how places still have fans. Like, I don't get watching games. Like, why are there eight fans in these stands? Like, keep them. Go home. Just go home. Like, it's not a fun experience. Like, if you saw, like, what the, they did the Colts game this weekend. It was literally, like, two people sitting next to each other, and all around them were, like, do not sit here stickers. And I'm like, this isn't fun. Unless you were in Denver when they had yeah, the entire I,
0: cast South Park. That was which pretty I thought cool. And was they like, all wore masks. It was funny. And they all wore they, masks. They took the time to really detail that up. <laughs> so,
1: But for me, I mean, injuries aren't really the big thing. My uh, My thing is some of these divisions, man, aren't what we were talking about even after week three. And I think there's some unbelievably big surprises. And I think some teams are, they're out there to win everything. And I, all I can say is look out. I think Seattle is going to be the team to beat in the NFC.
0: All right. Yeah. And yeah, it's like Russell, Russell Wilson is just becoming this uh, there. Do I say MVP? Like he's just putting up, He's on Video pace game. for
1: sixty-nine touchdowns this yeah. season.
0: Video game numbers. Uh, I think it was a record uh, most touchdowns within the first three weeks. Depending on what Mahomes does, he's already got three in the first half. So Mahomes is is, is still gunning. So, uh, but anyway, uh, but hey, I still like my pick out of the NFC. The Packers are still playing pretty damn strong, uh, and the Saints, man, the lonely Saints here right now. Like, I know that was your pick, right? Didn't Didn't you think that was going to be the team out of the the, that division or
1: no? I thought it was going to be the Saints from day one. I, I mean, it just shows. I mean, maybe it's Breeze. I don't know if it's Breeze. I know Michael Thomas hasn't come back yet. So again, he, right. they're down there was, again weapon. Back to
0: our injury, soft tissue. They got best receiver um, in the league. He's out. So that team. But, the pro, but
1: but again, it's and again, it's again. It's week three. I'll pull Aaron Rodgers. Relax, you know. um you know, but I mean, yeah, I mean, the Saints are in, in trouble because their defense can't stop anybody, but I'm sorry. Is it just me or are you watching the Falcons and just laughing?
0: No. Right. I We said it in the pod. I was uh Quinn. I, I thought he's going to be in the hot seat. Gase, you know, I thought like who's the, the race was between him and in my mind, Patricia, but actually Detroit is starting to play some comp, you know, some pretty good football, to be honest with you. So, um, but yeah, I think, uh. Quinn is on the hot seat, and I think uh, it, if we don't hear news this week, I'd be shocked. But uh, they're, they're they're up by a lot. They're blowing leads, and maybe it's like maybe he's out of his hands. But Jesus, you know, it's uh, they're putting points on the board, which is which is great, I guess. But you're still losing in this, you know, in the in the in the fourth quarter. So,
1: so definitely as it stands right now, we'll we'll, we'll quickly go over some of the divisions that are of interest. Um, yeah, the NFC North. Sorry, the AFC North. You have the Steelers at three and zero, the Ravens at two and zero, the Browns at two and one, and you have the Bengals at o two and one. So, I mean, any surprises there? I mean, I think the Steelers at three and zero is pretty impressive. I mean, some of the teams they've played.
0: Yeah, I think the Steelers are are pretty. Yeah, they they haven't played. I mean, think of some of the teams that they have played. What Houston's oh and three, right? So. I don't think their their schedule has kind of been helpful for them, but uh, it, it goes to show you Ben Roethlisberger. He's a player. He's a gamer. The guy's got receivers all around him. He's getting protection. They're running the ball. Defense is is really good. So, I don't think they're gonna have issues. Uh, but again, there's there's if Cleveland keeps up the pace, which I don't believe they will, but let's hope that they do. Uh, for whatever reason, uh, you you got three teams in there that are are gonna be the black and blue division, right? They're just going to keep pounding each other. And the guy, the team that comes out of there, uh, like I said, I picked the Ravens, uh, you know, going all into the Super Bowl. So, and I'm watching this game right now and it's just, it's lopsided right now. So, uh, it's very interesting. It's very interesting that the uh, Ravens are just kind of getting rolled right now and we'll see what happens. That's in the why I picked half. the
1: chiefs, man. That's why the Patriots have a big task ahead of them next week. All right, so the AFC South. I don't really. I mean, it's exactly what the division was going to be. I think the only surprise is that the Texans are zero three. Yeah. I think Bill. I think Bill Bryan's on the hot seat as of today. Sure. I think, you know, you traded away Deshaun Hopkins for peanuts. You got you got David Johnson back, but is David Johnson getting the touchdowns? Because I see I see Hopkins in the touchdown or scoring almost every week. It seems like. Yeah. So. You know, and I feel bad for Deshaun Watson that he signed that big contract because I was like, "Dude, get out of Houston! Like, go yeah. somewhere and get paid and be a good quarterback."
0: No that that but, that whole that whole thing right there, yeah, should be his job, and it, and I hope it I hope it comes to fruition, and maybe the team just starts to turn on him. To be honest, at this so, point.
1: And then looking at the you know AFC West, you have the you have the Chiefs who are going to be three and zero. You have the Raiders, which are two and one. I can't believe the Raiders two and one. Oh, they're almost three, and zero oh because the Patriots didn't decide to show up until the end of the, fr- and, and, until the third quarter of the game yesterday.
0: Yeah. And to be honest, like the, you know, Las Vegas was riding high. They had their first win at, in Las Vegas. That's a gorgeous
1: stadium. Oh yeah. My God.
0: So I think th- that was a lot of momentum there, but it really probably shows a lot about the saints. Right. I mean, it, the, the, Vegas is again, we've talked about the Gruden effect. It's, it's coming to fruition. They've, they've drafted very well, uh, Cars actually, but, but, but being very somehow confident. they turn
1: back into the Raiders. It's one yeah, of those things so, like, oh, at, "There's the Raiders."
0: At some point, yeah, sure. So, but let's go, jump to the NFC East. Uh, just, who is
1: who is leading the division in the NFC East?
0: <laughs> the Washington Football Team, <laughs> professionals. We're, I don't even know what they're called. How but how are they?
1: How is the whole division under five hundred?
0: Uh, it's pretty simple. This division is is is, is a joke. I mean, the, the Eagles are terrible. The Giants are awful. Cowboys, I still think, is the better team. I think they're maybe... The one team that they did win was an 0-3 Falcons team, so...
1: Oh, no. They, they, don't forget, they came they came back against that Falcons team. Right. Like, like that was the thing. Um, like, they could but be... From,
0: they could easily be 0-3-2 right now, so... It's.
1: So, here's the funny thing. You look at this... So, Daniel Jones... Uh, I'm in New York, so I get a lot of the Giants games. Sure. Do you know Daniel Jones has only, in his career, has had one one game where he hasn't thrown a turn hasn't thrown an interception or fumbled the ball.
0: What is he, 2 years? Is this his second year or third? 2 years, this is his second year. Oh jeez.
1: What is not, it? One not, game not. without a turnover. What's do you the, think the Giants drafted correctly or do you cuz I mean you see flashes of how good he is in games and then was, you're like, oh there's a, a pickover.
0: Suppose uh, again, not a huge Giants fan, but it was even from then it was a controversial pick then right he went super high he's he's Mitch Trubisky esque that could be really a slap in the face for the Giants fans like wow if, good
1: if, segue you got a good set you got you got a couple really good segues to today's show about Mitch Trubisky yes the Bears are three and know so our buddy Nick is extremely excited by that yeah a three and a three a three and and0 team just benched their starting quarterback
0: yeah, from what Midfolds
1: I heard, will start on Sunday.
0: Yeah, and from what I heard, it was the right time. Um, they they were looking to do that anyway. It was just Trubisky was having a very good start, and they're like, "Oh Jesus, Jesus, Jesus!" Like, what are we doing? Stop! And then finally, he made a couple mistakes, and they were like, "Thank God, Foles going there." Uh, and at that time, it was a bad team, uh, a lot of junk time, and and Foles was able to capitalize on that but exactly what they wanted in Chicago to kind of help transition this see a Trubisky into the Falls era. And that's, that's what's going to happen. So will more wins come from this? Nick, it's on you, man. I don't know. What do
1: you think? I, I, I mean I think this is I think Mitch Bisci is done. I I feel bad oh, yeah. that the, the Bears had 100%. to draft up to get him, you know. But again, it's a quarterback league, and I think he had good stats coming into the draft. And a lot of people look at unless you're Bill Belichick, who is just you know unfallible, Don't look at the last seven years of drafting. Um,
0: <laughs> can't draft a receiver, but whatever.
1: Oh yeah, can't draft. You can't draft himself out of a paper bag. Um, but so, hey, he,
0: Mitch could be a hell of a first round uh, backup. I guess. Exactly,
1: but but here's the issue though: the that that pick doesn't them giving up on Mitch Trubisky just throws them back in the quarterback drop. I mean, Nick Fould isn't a long term solution. He wasn't a long term solution in Philly either time. He wasn't a long term solution in Jacksonville. He's never been a long term solution anywhere he has gone. He got very very hot with a very very good Eagles team when they won the Super Bowl Super Bowl Fifty Two. Like I always make the comparison to Nick folds and Joe Flacco. Who's to, how, how did they sell their soul to the devil for those two those playoff runs? So I don't think, I think if the bears do good, I still think they got to play the Packers twice and they have to go up against, you know, probably the, the Seahawks in the playoffs. And their road is very tough to get to Tampa Bay this year. Um, you know, it'd be very good, but you know, I just think it's still Green Bay's division. I don't think oops. I don't think anybody's gonna change that. So
0: Yeah. And then uh we'll we'll let's just go very quick into the NFC South, look at a little bit of the NFC West, and we'll end with the Patriots here. So uh NFC South, the only reason why we're really looking at this, you pick the Saints. I'm sure you're backtracking at this point but maybe we can pump the brakes on that Tampa I'm Bay. I'm not backtracking
1: man you still got to win and see if the, the you Hey they already have a, they already have one tiebreaker over the the Tampa Bay Bucks so keep that in mind.
0: That's that's definitely true and you got Tampa Bay sitting you know bouncing back with two straight wins uh Tom Looking like he's forty three years old still, but uh, getting some W's. So it is what it is, you know.
1: Gronk looking like he's a, the Tin Man.
0: Yeah, so you know, it, it, W's are W's, and and uh, it, it, let's 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 call it what it is right now. They're they're at the. Top I'm of the sorry, division, but
1: I have to steps. My step, my dad Pete just texted me. He goes, I effing hate Tampa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why did they it, did they just close it out?
1: I think I think they just scored again.
0: Oh God. So three o up three o in the third.
1: No, it's just two nothing still. But when he goes. I effing hate oh, Tampa. Okay. But anyway, yeah, no. I, but but also too, I think I also have a thing. I want to see how Tam- Brady does. Um, it's one of those, you know. I th- I think I heard, um, I heard. Uh, Fellgren Massey at the best um, was, you know. Y- you look at you know what the Patriots do, and you want to see what the Bucks do, and you want you want to compare and contrast which one's which, you know because you that's you this is you literally have who is the better court who, who where this lies is it Brady or is it Belichick? and you can see it on the scoreboard every week which is awesome
0: so what where where do you stand on it who's got the upper hand right now i mean they're both 2-1 and I, like one, so
1: i give it to the i give it slight edge to brady and the bucks because they have an easier schedule that's it like I said, if if all things were equal and they're playing the same teams in the same locations, I'm going Belichick because I think coaching does matter a lot more in any other sport and it's Bill Belichick. Um and that he's gonna take away your number one weapon and he's gonna try to beat you with a second weapon. Um, like I said, if well we'll find out next year too, when the Patriots play the Bucks at Gillette. So Um, and
0: and it's unfair to go off the win and loss column. Really? I guess what you really got to look at is, you know, even with Tom Brady, he, he's the guy, he's the new one there. Right. So he, whereas Belichick, that's his team. It's always been his team, his personnel, his coaching staffs, like he's very comfortable in his situation where Tom, not so comfortable, doesn't know the guys didn't have a preseason is starting from a little from scratch and down in Tampa Bay. So to me, it's not the really wins and losses, but as far as the stats and statistics, he he ain't lighting it up. He ain't he ain't you know spring chicken, right? So he's still forty three years old. So even if they do end eight and eight, or maybe make a playoff spot, I think that's a huge win for Tampa Bay because the problem is, you think year two is going to be any better? No, absolutely not. So that's why it's like. This is it. This is the swan song for Tom Brady. But at, and, and but at the same to... time,
1: is eight and eight for the Bucks can't be a good goal for them because they were eight and eight with Jameis Winston last year. So are you right. literally saying because at that point you can't look at wins and losses, Tampa Bay that with the addition of Tom Brady, with the addition of Gronkowski, with the addition of this better high power offense, you literally had the same exact wins you did with Jameis Winston, who threw thirty interceptions. So. You know, we'll see what happens, and I'm very curious to see what happens. But I've always been Belichick over Brady, especially with the Patriots. If Brady wanted to leave, I would rather want Belichick here than Josh McDaniels picking the next quarterback and laying the groundwork moving forward. So, but anyway, again, we could have legitimately have an entire show on the Brady Belichick debacle. Yeah, but um, but for the NFC West, I think that's one of the most interesting divisions because you have. The 49ers 2-1. and one. You have the Rams 2-1, and one, which they should be 3-0 and because I think they should have beat the Bills. Yep. And then you have the Cardinals who are 2-1 and one and Seahawks are 3-0. and oh. So, yep. like, you know, I feel like that's you, very you, much...
0: You could have four playoff teams, but you, you can't. You but... <laughs> easily could.
1: But again, I think they're all going to beat up on each other once they start playing each other. I think that's going to be what the NFC was while back with John Harbaugh. And Colin Kaepernick, and when those teams just beat up on each other so much, and those games were always meeting in the NFC Championship game, um, but that's what I want. I, I, I want good football. I want rivalries to come back in the NFL. I feel like that's one of the things that's been missing in the NFL are really, really good rivalries. Yeah. You know, because like I said, they've been they've been talking up this Monday Night game for three weeks already. In the in the in the Ram Ravens are getting their doors blown off.
0: Yeah, so little little fantasy news and we've been talking about with atlanta just being like putting up a lot of scores shitty defense uh so if you got fantasy players and you're going up against uh atlanta stardom that's it That's my only my only hint for the rest of the season go ahead it's going to be a lot of points a lot of yards for that offense
1: all right. So so we'll end it with the AFC East, which I think is always a good Oh yeah. Uh, b- Bills are 3 and 0. I think everybody thought they were going to be 3 and 0. I mean, there's really no surprises in there other than the Jets just unbelievably suck. Um
0: <laughs> I get I don't know, not shocked, I guess. I don't That's another coach that should have been fired 2 years ago. <laughs> so yeah,
1: um, you know, yeah, the Patriots are two and one. Um, they sh- technically should have been, I still believe that they messed up on that last plague sure. in Seattle last week. They should be three and O with a yeah, big I win mean, in Seattle. Seattle's
0: three and O sitting at the top of their division and that's their only loss. So to be honest with Buffalo being where they're at and like, you just mentioned that they are a field goal away of losing that game too, or, you know, not, not winning that game. So it, it, again, it, we're we're talking week three here, so we still got a lot of football to play, a lot more injuries to happen, and that's why you know with the Patriots, I keep joking, hey, my plus minus for Cam Newton's eight games. So if we can get more than that, meaning that's all he, that's all he's going to be healthy for, because he's he's yeah. just he's just getting a lot of ball hawk, uh, running and hitting and whatever, but. Just the way the field is, the way the, they have to go and play at that crappy stadium down at the metal, uh, well, not the MetLife, Met and you can that's say the metal ends.
2: it's that's what it is. So
0: that's where a lot of injuries are really coming from. And you you talked about it, how hey, there's there's maybe some investigation or whatever, something's happening there where it's like, yeah, uh, I'm not happy about it. If 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 if, if what if uh, there's an injury on our on our side, right, the on the Patriots side that we have a key player that goes down with an ACL. Not cool, man. So I don't love that fact for this division, but, God, let's just stay healthy and camp stay healthy. And, you know, still, this division still could be theirs. You know, I'm not, I'm not, Buffalo's not freaking me out yet. That's, that's fine. Even though I have Josh Allen as my fantasy quarterback right now, Jesus Christ, he's, he's just throwing up numbers that are just ridiculous. Love it. So,
1: yeah. So as it stands right now is, you know, the, all the Patriots have to do is just take care of business and you can go into the bye being three and two, which is perfectly fine. You got the Chiefs next week. You got the then you're at Chiefs. Then you're home for the Broncos. And then yeah. you're then you have your bye, and then you're home against the 49ers. So, you know, and then you play the Bills, the Jets, the Ravens and the Texans. So, like I said, you have a very good chance of going and making a push because, like I said, you got you got some tough teams in there, but at the same time, the Texans aren't what they're supposed to be. you got the Cardinals, which is a fantastic game, and then you play the two Los Angeles teams back-to-back. So you're not going to the West Coast twice in a matter of a couple weeks. So as long as the Patriots take care of their business and take care of what they need to do, they're definitely going to be making the playoffs. Oh, for so. sure. 100%. so with that um we're gonna move to our next subject which is dudes being dads so
0: just a couple dads my, being dudes
1: dads being dudes dudes being dads whatever so um you know we are getting ready towards halloween um with that guys just be mindful next our next show is going to kick off our spectacular month yes. um here on it's go time it's spooky time or we want to do whatever we want to call it um it's whatever time uh, we'll figure it out we're still getting the the, the 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 theme different logo different all that stuff nice. so definitely uh next month is definitely going to be halloween centric uh so definitely tune in for that um but you know i wanted to talk about this week is how you how you how how do you handle pets in the house cuz that's one of the questions that you know because i have two cats and okay. you guys ha- you guys had a dog we had
0: a dog initially yep. mm-hmm
1: has the conversation come up about having, bring another pet into it now that Camille's a little older, you know, uh, or anything of the sort, or is it just kind of, that's kind of on the back burner for a while. Cause we've talked about getting a puppy or, you know, another cat or something like that. Um, just to add, make the household a little bit fuller. Um,
0: so. Yeah, so I I'm I'm pretty adamant in my stance that uh never was a pet guy, never, you know, my first dog was Juno and that was when uh Jackie and I got married. Uh we we back in 2012, we uh adopted a Juno and we had her for 5 years. Mm, yeah, about 5 years and uh you know, I loved it, really became a dog dad dog lover. Uh she was great. Um we have a very big yard. It was very good. I, I just a lot of work. Like I said, not not didn't grow up with pets, um, but uh, overall it was a very a very good success. But obviously when the kids came around, Juno was a little bit uh, sensitive as being like the only member of that house and didn't really want to share too much. And you know. One thing led to another, nothing bad happened, but we just kind of wanted to prevent that. So we had to kind of put her, you know, she got adopted right away. She's a great dog and I hope everything's very well with her, but very sad for me. And, uh, you know, to go down that road again until the kids are a lot older, where it's really going to be their dog, not my dog. Um, But I say that it's going to be my dog. And, have you met
1: Have you met my dad? How and, many times? I'm not getting a dog. You guys have Sadie. We're not getting another dog. They'll show up with another dog well, one day.
0: Correct. Right. Like, we. I think we, we discussed that last time we saw them. And it was, you know, because Sadie is getting older for them. And Sadie's just wonderful. And my kids, every time they go over there, it, she's so great. They have a lot of fun. Uh, oh, Harrison, Emil,
1: Wes, Lo, yeah, Logan, they, they all.
0: They, and Sadie's the perfect dog in that regard. And the problem is... <laughs> Sadie's one in, well, in my opinion, one in a million. I've met a lot of dogs and she's her very docile, very energetic, very sweet with the kids. Never would have, you know, you can turn your back and not have a worry in the world. And uh, I would love to replicate that, but I don't have the patience for that. I still got two kids that are still trying to grow up and 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 I'm trying to protect them as much as possible. So a dog in my near future, absolutely not. But it is a constant week to week discussion. Uh, I believe it's going to be some kind of like lap dog, smaller dog for sure. Like a Dachshund or something like that. And I'll be totally cool. Cause, uh, I have a big, beautiful green grass yard that a dog's not yeah, digging up. The and, 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 yeah. It, those are all gone. And I don't have to pick up dog crap every time I, uh, have to mow the lawn and trust me, there's a lot. I don't miss a, a ton way more. That's why I'm like, I'm pretty adamant. I'm like, that's not going to be my dog. And if I, but I'm not going to argue if a dog comes home one day and just kids better be ready, you know, take care of it. I
1: mean, I mean, you got the SUV, you got the, you got the, the seat, the, all the extra room now. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just it, saying.
0: It's inevitable. It, it's, it's, it's going to happen. It's just, I just want to keep pushing it as long as I can. Let the kids Has get it come up at over.
1: all with the kids at all about like dogs or pets or anything like that?
0: Not, not, nothing too serious, but uh, if anyone, it's going to be, you know, Camille Batner little eyes at me and that's where it's really going to, you know, it's, I, I don't know how I'm going to say no, but I'm going to try and uh, or keep deferring it to Jackie because <laughs> it's like you make the decision that it's your dog. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally going to just keep my mouth quiet as long as I can. But, you know, obviously, the dog comes back into the household. You know, it will complete us again. So it'll be all right.
1: What about small pet? Like if you're, if, if Andreas gets to an age he's like I want a goldfish or I want a gerbil or a hamster. Yeah, or I guess say like is the, it, or he turns into Uncle Danny. And gets snakes and right. lizards and.
0: Go, speaking of Uncle Dan, uh, he he got another dog, and that dog is super sweet, super. It's a puppy. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's going he's going two dogs again, and uh, beautiful, beautiful dog. Very, you know, it's a puppy, so the demeanor was awesome. Brought him around the kids on Saturday, and you know because. The kids loved it, and I'm like, Dan, Dan, what are you doing, man? Because like you're you're just oh because now you see the puppy. And... Yeah, come on, man. Like I don't need this. And again, you you mentioned it too. If Sadie something happens with Sadie, God forbid, but uh, she is getting older. And then a new dog comes in again. That's going to be like, come on, like everyone else is getting these dogs all around us. Hit, you know, stop. The kids are going to be wanting to get one too.
1: I made. I told Jen early in March. I told her earlier on being like, we're going to be home for the next X amount of months. We're in, we're in lockdown. Like, why don't we go? If you want to get a dog, would've, get a dog. Yeah. It like, would have been a good let, time. Right. We would have trained them. We had the time we were home. We could train them and spend as much time as we need tons to. Of walks, especially tons of walks, tons
0: of hikes. Yeah, man. Exactly.
1: Um, and actually, you know, and then you, then you find out some of these places just can't give dogs away fast enough and, or they're holding on to them way too long. Um, but for us, we we've already met set the mindset of we, we're not getting a dog until we get a house. <clears throat> we okay. have an apartment. Totally makes sense. So it's it's like we always make a joke what's going House, dog, or pet slash another kid. Whoa. Just just Whoa, to make wait. sure. What'd you say? Dog slash another kid.
0: Whoa. Okay.
1: It's well, awesome. Jen, you know, for us, it's we've already had that conversation, um,
2: awesome. you know,
1: if, you know, we don't want to, we don't want a big, a big gap between them with Harrison and another baby. Um, especially now that we are sleep deprived, um, and we have all the stuff that's still good. You know, we don't want to rebuy stuff in five years. Like, cause oh,
2: sure.
1: so, um, especially as we just dropped like 200 plus dollars on car seats this week. So, um. Cause everybody had to get a new car seat and it mm. all happens at the same time. Mm, yeah. But again, we have, you know, what Harrison got to get out of his, you know, carrying to a real car seat that can yeah, flip nice. to the front eventually, which is really nice. And so he could tell, I could tell he's a lot more comfortable in it. And he's not as like squeezed into it. Sure. Cause that kid's a chunk. But, um, but yeah, no, for, for us, like I said, we have the cats, uh, you know, Owen index have been really good with Harrison. We had our first SWAT of Owen kind of bopped him on the head. You know, just because he's just in his face. And he didn't hiss. His claws weren't out. It was more like, boop, like get away thing. Yeah. Um, but like, he'll pet him. He, he's th- he stopped with the pulling of the hair and the pulling of the tail. Now it's just, he just slaps him a lot because he thinks that's how you pet a cat. And the cat's like, he'll just run away if he doesn't like it. But they don't hear hissing and stuff, which is fantastic. But I definitely, we were definitely talking about, you know, wanting to get a dog sooner than later. So the Harrison can kind of grow with the dog and, you know, kind of that whole mentality. So. Nice. But yeah, it's, but we're, we're talking about kind of fish or campster or lizard for Wes or something like that. Who knows? Yeah.
0: You know, I, I, I could definitely see a fish again. uh Emma got a fish and Andreas, every time they go over there, they want to go see the fish. So I, I would always see that as being like one of those things. But again, you know, again, he's still kind of young, too young in some regard where it's like, all right, you bring a fish in and, and then who's really taking care of it. So it's always like, yeah, here's your fish, Andreas, but it's kind of like your chore, and that's just how I see it. <laughs>
1: so it's, it's like, responsibility. At the yeah. end of the day, it just teaches responsibility. Yeah. So, or you just give it to the grandparents and let them take care of the dog because they always want more dogs. All oh, the
0: dogs. Yeah, it's I mean, and maybe that's what their key is. They're like, hey, hey, Jay and Jackie, why don't you guys get the dog so that we don't have to get one, and then we'll watch it whenever we want. <laughs> it's like we'll come pick be it up and plan.
1: take it on walks.
0: Yeah, that might be a better plan, but uh, not 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 any, you know anytime soon. I hope, I hope that's my my stance, and I'm sticking to it.
1: Damn it. All right. So with that, guys, this does wrap up episode number seven, lucky number seven. Yeah, man. Um, of the show. Um, like I said, we want to give a quick shout out to Deadly Grounds Coffee, our sponsor. You heard a zombie talk about it earlier in the show, right before the show started. Uh, getDeadly.com. It is the spooky season. Halloween is right around the corner. How October is right there. You know, even though Christmas decorations are starting in the stores and they've already pushed the Halloween stuff on the clearance. Halloween is still coming, um, so definitely check them out. They have some good, good coffee. Jay, you had some of their coffee. Re- you ordered some when we had that special. Oh,
0: so house. good, so velvety, smooth. The French vanilla is, is definitely one of my favorites. You had which witches, bro? Did you? Did you I, get no, the man. Bro? I, I, trust me. I, I I got the pumpkin spice, which uh, is pretty good. I guess I'm not. You know, I guess I really it tastes to me more. Sp- cidery right it, it doesn't taste like coffee which could be a good thing or a bad thing but uh you know i'm a big coffee snob big coffee lover maybe i need to make it t- a lot stronger uh but uh no i'm definitely gonna try all the other flavors uh french vanilla is super dope and i just think you know, like the witch's brew right what is that the chocolate it's the ch- yeah that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds uh pretty pretty awesome too so and i think the, it's a
1: chocolate raspberry i think i have to look it tells you exactly what it is but it's really really good well but and again which is brew the
0: what was the the uh the, the irish cream one
1: um the Curse of the Blarney Stone.
0: That sounds really good too. So that I think those two are my on my next on my next list for October. So
1: for sure. um we're we are working with them to get some more codes, some more coupon oh, codes. Awesome. Maybe we'll do some giveaways, maybe um to kind of help them out. We're just waiting. We we put the kind of the feelers out to them. Oh, for we're sure. gonna see if they yeah, can get giveaways,
0: kinda... man. Great stuff, go. guys. So, get get out there. Check and get it out.
1: Some. Yep. Go to get getdeadly.com for all your coffee needs. Um as well as um go to the the, we have up to 30 different podcasts, like I said again, and I'm going to keep saying it until November 1st. It is it is fall, it is Halloween. Um, if you're in the mood for horror, check out Black and White Fright or the uh, Wicked Horror Show. Uh, Wicked Horror Show has guests every Tuesday live on their Facebook channel. So, from actors, directors, producers, writers, all that stuff. And you have black and white fright, which is just black and white horror movies back from the old, the golden age of Hollywood. So check them out. But like we said before, is we have a whole month of October festive activities and shows coming up next week. We're going to do a little bit of fun. We're going to do the Mount Rushmore of slashers.
0: Yeah. I was thinking about this, James
1: Mount Rushmore. We might have the
0: same guys or very similar. So I think we should do a draft. In my opinion, if we pick out a good 10 and then figure out who's going to be the better lineup, because Who's gonna be the tenth? Who's gonna be the number one pick? Very interesting. I like that. I, like I think that, yeah. a draft so, might be a little bit better because we can bring more elements where if we have a rushmore, we might have three of the same guy. And then that okay. fourth guy might be the random one, which that's not gonna to create too much debate. I'd like to see who's your number one. Who's the number two? Okay. We'll flip a coin so, too, so yeah, we don't know who's gonna get that first guy. So it's gonna all be awesome.
1: Right. I like that. I like that. So we'll do that next week. We'll do the uh, draft of the slashers and the draft of the survivors because I know we wanted to do that as well. Yep. So we're gonna go through as well, and we're, we're, but that's only gonna be three because I don't think I can name ten survivors of horror movies. That might be a Mount ones.
0: Rushmore, to be honest with you, because I mean you, you can go in different, different, different directions. Uh, okay. So um but for so, sure. so so
1: definitely tune into that um and like i said throughout the week throughout the uh, see we're gonna have some uh, spooky guests on as well we're gonna reach out to some of our other shows Great. uh and we'll have a d- discussion as well as um some other goodies and uh, goodies for all you guys to tune in so definitely check us out on our facebook account it's go time with jay and james as well as our twitter account it's go time with at, oh it's go time with JJ, that's our Twitter account, and what is our Instagram and email to get in touch with that way?
0: All right, on Instagram, it's at it's go time podcast. Link into the bio. All of our shows jump on there live. So go ahead, subscribe, get on our 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 page, click on that bio, go right to our our and listen right to our show. Uh, and our Gmail, go ahead, guys, it's open. Go ahead, and send emails in. We'd love to hear from you. Any comments? Any show ideas? And that is, it's go time pod at gmail.com. James, this is the end. Episode That's seven. End. This is the end. That's the call. This it's is the, the end. end. It's time to go. My friend.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful rest of your day. And when next time we hear him, it'll be October. So we'll see you guys then. Have a great night.
0: Peace out.